0: You're listening to Fideum Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazzaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Today's homily is from Sunday, November 5th, 2023, the 31st Sunday in Ordinary Time, titled, In You, Lord, I Have Found My Peace. In about... 35 or 40 minutes, many of you, many of us, will do probably the most amazing thing that a Christian can do, and that's receive Jesus in the Eucharist. We're not just become followers of Christ, members of the the body of Christ. Suddenly we have union with Christ, which should blow our minds. But also, maybe... In a a little less profound way, but an important way, in about 30 minutes or 20 minutes, each of you will all do something that I think is also profound when we ask all of you to turn towards each other and say, peace be with you. Now, I think that's a bold statement, especially if you are not at peace or the person receiving it is not at peace. You can't give what you don't have but we hear, see here today, over and over again we said, it, but in you, Lord, I have found my peace. You know, we have to keep track, I think, and become aware of the things that steal our peace. And when someone says, peace be with you, I think we have to admit, easier said than done. Easier said than done. We do many funerals in this chapel. We did done three or four in the past week or two. And if it's an elderly person who's passed away, sure, the loved ones, they mourn, but there's a certain amount of peace and joy in telling stories about Grandpa Joe as we say goodbye to him. But last week, I think it was Tuesday, we had a funeral for a young man who was 17 who died in a car accident. And the family sat right there And you might think, if we come to that part in the Mass where we say, let us offer each other a sign of peace, they might say, no, I am not at peace. But actually, it was sort of the opposite that happened. When they turned towards each other, there was a lot of tears and hugging and kissing. It was almost like it gave them permission to grieve more, to be real and to be authentic. And to console one another from sitting up here, for me, was also a moment of consolation. I barely knew the boy, and it was very sad. But it was almost like Christ entered in and brought his version of peace because we continue to say, in you, Lord, I have found my peace. And is that true? you look at the first reading today, and especially the gospel, many of it is not directed at you or any of you either. In the book of Malachi, he says, and this is a warning I put to you, priests. Uh Uh-oh, he's talking to me. A warning. You have left the faith. You have, you have scandalized the people. He's, he's scolding them. And this is 3,000 years ago. He's scolding them because they got caught up in other religions. They got pulled away from their faith. And he's saying, knock it off. And I remember acutely what it was like to be in seminary in 2002 and what it was like to be here in 2018, where every time I turned on the television, there was another devastating story of a member of a clergy doing something awful and how easy it would be Become ashamed and lose confidence and then give our peace away. Because I think a lot of times people don't steal our peace, we forfeit it. We just give it away to other people. But still, Psalm 131 asks us to pray. It's very short. In you, Lord, I have found my peace. Or do we find our peace in other people if they affirm us? They do what we want them to do. If they do what we expect others to do. few years ago I was at the hospital and I was visiting an elderly kind of frail old woman she may have been in her 80s or 90s at that time and she was crying when I walked in there I thought she was in pain I said are you okay did you want me to get a nurse she said no I'm upset I'm upset because my daughter-in-law insulted me in 1974 So we talked for on that particular one, I had to get the main chaplain because whatever was said in 1974 had stolen her peace, or she gave it away. Either way, it was eating her up. Still, 50 years later, 49, whatever it is, was still eating her up. In many ways, she kind of forfeited that and that took some time to process what had happened. But it reminds all of us, who do we let live rent free in our brains? Who do we let float around in there? Little Bobby Mahoney from the third grade. Sometimes those wounds are real. And we have to go there and unpack them and process them because they can steal our peace. People who say, people who believe in you, Lord, I have found my peace. Also, a few years ago, I had a chance to work do some ministry at a mental health facility. I was kind of of trepidatious about it, but I actually really enjoyed it. Sometimes people who have some kind of mental disability, which is a real disability, sometimes they can be a lot of fun. (laughs) Sometimes they're a lot of fun. But there was one man there who was walking around cleaning, helping out, putting things away, Got to know him, but he was one of them. I knew it because he had the orange, orange jumpers on. He was one of them, and after a few days there, I got the courage up to ask him. I said, "You know, I'm not, you know, trained in psychology, but you seem normal. What are you doing here? What got you here?" And then he shared about how he had a lot of money and he lost all his money on the stock market. He had a seat and the stock market. And all his clients lost all their money. And so he tried to take his life, swallowed a bunch of pills to his wife and his children, found him, brought him there, and there he is. And I don't think that's much different from Judas. Judas was starting to lose his patience with Jesus. He was becoming envious of Jesus and the other apostles, starting to get aggravated. He was giving away his peace. And he thought, for sure, 30 pieces of silver, that'll restore my peace. All it did was continue to poison him, continue to open him up to jealousy and envy, and it literally ate him alive. You know, because as Christians, we realize, especially in the scriptures, Jesus' very existence, sometimes people got agitated, got aggravated, lost their peace, we heard the demon saying in one of, the, one of the stories there, Legion looking at Jesus, the demon, saying, What are you doing here? Have you come here to torture us before the appointed time? Jesus' very presence tortured them. But Jesus' very presence, miracles, teachings, took the peace of the Pharisees, the scribes, and the Sadducees. The more Jesus became popular, the more agitated they became. And not just envy, jealous, it turned to murderous. Jesus wasn't stealing their peace. They were giving it away. They were giving it away. Maybe on a smaller scale, we can ask each other, ask ourselves this week, what keeps us up at night? Sometimes there's serious things going on. Sometimes you have sick loved ones. We kind of minute-to-minute touch-and-go. Sometimes what keeps us up at night is because our team lost yesterday or somebody lost the remote. I've seen old religious houses go into frantic (laughs) because the Internet was down or the cable wasn't working right. These are the things, what keeps us up at night? What do we allow to steal our peace if we're going to say five or six times in you, Lord, I have found my peace. But as Christians, especially as Catholics, we can always look to our Blessed Mother, the greatest Christian. Jesus is not a Christian. Jesus is God. We worship Him. We sacrifice in His name. However, as a follower of Christ, remember, she was the best. She was the closest. And how does she teach us not to lose our peace? So yesterday... I threw in my old DVD of The Passion of Christ to see if I could pick out some, some certain scenes I was going to use or try to use at Keese's. But anybody who's ever seen The Passion of the Christ knows or probably has their favorite scene, a most powerful scene. And there's some scenes in there that you can't unsee. The scourging scene, it's 13 minutes long. You can't unsee that. But, most profound, for me anyway, yesterday, was almost the second to last. The very last scene is Jesus' resurrection. But the second to last scene is the image of our blessed mother holding her dead son's dead body, bleeding and sweating, her face is sprinkled full of blood, and she's sad. And then she's holding him, and then she looks at the camera, as the camera pans away, looking at us, you did this to my son. But there's not anger, there's not frustration, there's not agitation, even though there's sadness, there is a profound peace there. She teaches us at the moment she has the best excuse to to lash out in rage at these men who killed her son She teaches us in those rock-bottom moments we should find our peace because she found her peace in her son and it never left her. So, in 15 minutes, we will turn towards each other and hopefully we can be authentic and have the peace to be able to give it peace be with you and to receive it in an authentic way, to be able to have what we give away to have it, give it, and tell him in you, Lord, I have found my peace. So when we can be real, when we say, peace be with you. You've been listening to Feed In Catholica, the Sunday homilies of Father John Gazaldo, pastor at St. Luke Catholic Church, Temple, Texas. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you can be made aware when new episodes are released.